Bez Hashem continue with Pel Yoitz, Ois Aleph, discussing Achilu Shtia, Shir number 73. The Pel Yoitz now turns his attention to eating L'Shem Shemayim. And yes, it's going to sound like a health diet. And he tells us, eat the foods that are healthy, and not necessarily if they taste good and sweet to the palate. That's what he says. Don't go after that which is sweet to the palate, to the mouth, but it, it harms the body. But eat that which is healthy for your body, even though it might not taste the best. That's what he says. Now the truth is, the, the professionals tell me, the food professionals tell me that you can change and train your taste buds. But that's for a different topic. Back to the Pelioites. So that's step number one. We have to try to eat the Shem Shemayim. Okay. Next. person has to be careful from drinking too much wine. Wine, of course, is for Kiddush. Wine is Koshel Bracha. There's a tremendous amount of wine in a positive sense. But there's also a problem like anything has a positive and negative possibility. When he says here, he's not talking about water. I was once passing by two people having a conversation. It was later at night, and they were learning with each other. One person asked the next person, would you like a drink? So he says, no, it's too late at night for me. Now, the person was not offering any alcoholic beverage. But each person thinks in their mind, when someone says drink, what do you think of a drink? He was offering him some water. What did you want to drink? He says over here, you have to be careful. Don't go overboard with wine or any alcoholic beverage. And the next topic here about Achila and Shtia is a very important practical topic. And that is of that topic is of Kashrus. We have to be very careful when it comes to kashrus, in all aspects of kashrus. We have to be very careful with any possibility of an iser when it comes to the food that we put into our body. Think about it for a second. The goof, the body, is growing with Isser. The body is growing with Isser. And it's affecting the inside of the person's neshama. It's affecting his nefesh. And we discussed this. Unfortunately, many times, if a person doesn't do tshuva, it can turn a person away from Yiddishkeit. And all aspects, all aspects of kashrus, whether it's shechted properly, whether it was the fire was not turned on by a non-Jew, it's not bishul akum. Even that's the rabbanon, it still has to be followed. All answers are kashrus. When it comes to checking and making sure, some people have a very very big mistake. They think, oh, I could, I could buy a vegetable salad, a pure vegetable salad, at a not kosher restaurant. They only use vegetables. They're not touching. Anything trafe, even though it's a trafe restaurant, the vegetable section is only vegetables. And I want to tell you something. The vegetable section that's only using vegetables 
is halachically worse, it can be worse, than the chazer, the pork, whatever the other iser it might be. And why? Because by the vegetable section, if the bugs are in those vegetables, and if it's not halachically checked, when it's vegetables that have to be checked, broccoli, cauliflower, raspberries, blackberries, you look in these halachas farm, and they, in certain, certain things they say, if you don't know what you're doing, stay away. And now I don't mean just being rinsed off by a, a power, power hose. If you don't, it's strawberries. You know the bugs in the strawberries? They live underneath the leaf, the leafy part. There's a whole procedure how to clean strawberries. And if people don't clean the vegetables properly, the isurim, every time there's an isur in the Torah that says, don't do something, lo said, don't do it, that's a lav, that's a negative commandment. The Torah says only one time, don't eat chazer. Only once. When it comes to bugs, there's four, five, or six different lavin. Whether it's a bug in the water, whether it's a bug that crawls on the, on the ground, or whether it's a bug that flies around, six lavin. What is a lav? A lav is a negative commandment. Hashem says, don't do it. If there are witnesses, and the person says, and, and he says, I'm, don't eat the two witnesses, don't eat that. Don't eat that. He says, I know what you're saying, I'll do it anyway. Now, there's a punishment of Malchus, of lashes. We're all mature over here. Now let's do the math. What's 39 times 6? Take out the calculator. 39 times 6. That's how many lashes the person would be obligated to get for eating one tiny little bug. Especially now in the summertime, it's very common to have barbecues. And people bring out the salads and the dressings and they leave it open. Well, what comes out uninvited to your, to your barbecue table when you're having barbecues? The little critters, the little bugs. I was just sitting outside last week with some people. We were having a conversation. And on the top of the cap of the water, I showed them there was a tiny little fly. A tiny little fly. Six laven. And it's not just a fly, it's six laven. That one little fly. We have to be careful with all the kashas. This, this is what it means when you learn Musa, there's a famous story they went to Yusuf Salanter. And they asked Yusuf Salanter. person came and says, I only have a few minutes to learn. I only have a few minutes to learn. What should I learn? He says, learn Musa. So people say, oh, because he was the founder of the Musa movement. So that's why, yeah, of course they'll say Musa. You go to the Chavetz Chaim, who lived, who was younger than him, and he would say, learn Allah, maybe, right? No, 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 that's not the pshat. That's not the pshat. Rabbi Salanter so told the person, you learn Musa, you know why? Because when you learn Musa, you're going to learn, you have, first of all, you have more time to learn. And when you learn Musa, what is Musa? It's not enough to just learn Musa. Now we have to learn the halachas. What does it mean to eat kosher food? Mitzvah goreh mitzvah. One mitzvah is going to lead us to the next mitzvah. And we're going to oh, kosher food? You look into it. No, I, I know a story firsthand. You know, you know the person who had, who, who, we're not going to say his name on the, on the recording here, who spoke to somebody 
who was called the Mashgiach, about the halachas of Tchina. Tchina, you know, Tchina means to grind, to grind on Shabbos. Toichin. So the this this Rav asked the Mashgiach, says, do you know about Tchina? What was his response? Yeah, sure. We have some in the closet over there, in the cabin, in the fridge. He had no idea about one of the Lama test Malachas. And he's he's the one who's telling you your food's kosher. Okay, I got the recording over here. Yeah, he doesn't mind. Okay. 100% it is. Yeah. Okay. Of course, of course. And, and, and we have to be careful. We have to understand a person who's not eating kosher. Imagine, imagine, you know, I was once learning with some people. A father comes, I was learning with some people, and the father comes in the room with his son, and all of a sudden I get nervous. I smelled gas. And I wanted, I was, I'm telling you, I was about to evacuate the whole building. I smelled gas. It was so strong. And I said to the father, I said, do you smell gas? So he says, yeah, sure. And he chuckles. I'm thinking, like, that's a, that's a funny thing to laugh. So he tells me what happened. He, he, before he came to the building, he went to fill up gas. His little son was standing next to him. He pulls out the, the, the hose, and he got on his clothing, on the little boy's clothing. So the kid is running around there. That's why I smell the gas. I, I said, your son's wearing flammable clothing. Maybe we should go get him changed. Get, get a shower. Imagine putting the gasoline down your throat. Rahman Litzlan. Who in his right mind would do something crazy like that? He'd be killing himself. A person has to understand that when they're eating food that's not kosher, food that is, that is, that is affecting their neshama, that they don't check for bugs, it's worse than putting gasoline down their throat.